Hello, friends and families. Welcome to the Educa DPS podcast. My name is Javier Ibarra, host of the Educa podcast in English. Our show today is designed to understand all the things related to higher education, right? What's, what's after our students graduate from DPS and what options parents and students have to explore a world of opportunities in our school district. The Denver Public Schools and the Career and College Success Team are deeply committed to engaging families, communities, and most importantly, students in naming and crediting the future students' wants for themselves by fostering student agency, voice, and choice. With that said, it is our honor to welcome to the Educa DPS podcast our guest and our very own higher education and academics director, Jen Hansen. Jen, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing great. I have a question that I want to ask you before we get into the details here is what is the reason or what reason do you have to get up every morning and come to work for DPS? I appreciate that question and I appreciate being here. My reason for doing this work and getting up every morning and working for DPS, I've worked for DPS almost my whole career in education, wow. is because I believe that every student, regardless of where they start, deserves the choice to end where they want to end. And so it's my job to support my team, to remove barriers so that all students can have opportunities in their education, not only in high school, but when they graduate from high school. And I deeply believe that. Can you tell us a little bit where you've been in, in DPS? I think it'd be interesting to hear hear that. Absolutely. I was privileged to be an English language development teacher for almost 13 years. I Part of that teaching was at South High School. I then became an assistant principal at East High School where I worked with family and community engagement and the English department and supported our Spanish-speaking families. And then I was uh, deeply privileged to be the principal of South High School um, where we led and worked together to find success for one of the best schools in Denver. And now I'm at the district office supporting career and college success in our higher education programs. Because you believe in every student thrives. Yes. I like that. Let's get started with the topic for today and the reason why you're here. Can you tell us what programs are part of the higher education um, academics? Absolutely. So higher education academics is part of the larger career and college success team. And we have a multitude of programs, actually nine of them, that support our students with choices after they graduate. And they participate in those programs in high school, and then it can lead to college options. So there's many acronyms such as Advanced Placement, International Baccalaureate, Concurrent Enrollment, Dual Enrollment, AVID, which is a program to help kids get into college and secure a scholarship, we have programs such as EdConnect, which I know we'll define these later in the show, uh, P-TECH, CLEP, T-REP, and Ascent. And I'm looking forward to sharing more details, but those are the programs that we support across all of our high schools in DPS. And for our listeners, we're going to have a little quiz at the end for you <laughs> to remember <laughs> all of the acronyms. I hope that I can remember them. Um, let's start off with the first one that you named. What is advanced placement and why do students need to, why should students consider um, participating? Absolutely. Advanced placement is a course that students can take starting in ninth grade. There are 34 different courses across different subject areas. So in math, in English, in language. 
and our students can take these courses and receive both high school and college credit at the same time. So a student could start potentially in ninth grade and take an advanced placement course. They do receive weighted credit, which means they get honors credit in, mm -hmm. in Denver Public Schools, mm -hmm. which does increase their grade point average. And they have an opportunity at the end of that class to take an exam. And it's a national exam that all students take if they are taking an advanced placement course. Mm -hmm. If a student receives a three out of a five on that exam, they can take that and actually have a college transcript. And so that credit wow. will transfer with them to 92% of colleges and universities in the nation. So it's an opportunity for our students to experience a rigorous, challenging course in high school, but then also sets them up for different choices and college credit when they graduate. And what does that cost? It is, there's no cost to students and families. Wow. The school's DPS is very um, supportive of our, our higher education opportunities, and mm -hmm. so there is no cost for the exam or the course to our students and families. And what is the acronym? The acronym is Advanced Placement. And it's AP for short. Yes, correct. Fantastic. I think that I took, I actually took AP courses when yeah. I was in high school. Me too. Um, and so I think that's one of the programs that the families listening here today are going to resonate the most with because it's been along for, um, been around for such a long time. Yes. The the one that I want to ask a little bit more about, and this one's completely new to me, and I'm an employee for Denver Public Schools, is how does the AVID? What is AVID? Let's start with mm -hmm. that, right? What is AVID, and how does AVID help prepare students for the rigorous classes? like advanced placement or concurrent enrollment? Absolutely. AVID is also a national program. The acronym stands for Advancement via Indeter Individual Determination. Okay. And AVID is a course that students can take throughout high school and it will prepare them for career and college choices. It's a national curriculum that the teacher is trained mm -hmm. to teach. AVID is specifically for students who may be first generation in their family to okay. attend college. They, a student may or may not see themselves as having the opportunities that are in front of them. And so AVID is going to prepare those students for success, such as college applications, college scholarships, admittance into college, different choices. And so students have a course and a time in high school where they get support to succeed in an advanced placement or concurrent enrollment while in high school and preparing for their future at the same time. We currently have 10 AVID schools in DPS. Wow. And so across many of our comprehensive high schools, actually, students can take advantage of AVID courses. We have a very high graduation as well as matriculation rate to mm -hmm. four-year colleges coming out of our AVID classes. Can you explain for the folks at home the difference between graduation and matriculation? Absolutely. So we want all students in Denver to graduate in four years if possible. Um, we do have 72% of our students do that, and that's the highest graduation rate in Denver history, which is really exciting. We're celebrating. Yes. Matriculation is if you go to college, and it can be a two-year or a four-year opportunity. We even count matriculation rate into military options as well. Okay. But we want all of our students to not only graduate, but then have the choices that they need and deserve after after high school, and that is our matriculation rate. Our matriculation rate varies across high schools. Earlier in the in the podcast, you mentioned uh, how AVID is kind of a program that helps uh, prepare students, particularly first-generation students. 
I can't help but think of how that's knocking down barriers for mm -hmm. our students mm -hmm. and the equity component for yes. our students. Because I, I look at myself, I too am a first generation college student. Mm -hmm. And when I went through my process in college, I think I struggled every bit of the way until I graduated and even after, right? But I, I didn't understand the, the process, the flow, and I think how important that is for our students to uh, see that, right? So that they no longer have to struggle the way that, you know, my generation and older struggled, yes. but now they have a, a, an equity component. Absolutely, and that's why we're here, because we want families and students to know of these opportunities, and we want to make sure that our success and representation across these programs really reflects our students. And so we want to make sure that every student has the opportunity and can participate and find success. My next question, and I think the next program we're going to talk about is also uh, m closer to a household name, if you will. What is an international bacal baccalaureate, also known as IB? Mm -hmm. International Baccalaureate is an international program that actually links to a diploma that has a certain level of classes as well as a certain standard that students pass. We have uh, we have a couple uh, IB schools that are elementary. We mm -hmm. have some that are middle in DPS, and we have three International Baccalaureate high schools. So what a student can choose to do is if they participate in the IB program, mm -hmm. they will take certain courses that are recommended by the international organization. And then they have an opportunity to take an exam where they can earn between three and six credits on that exam that will also then transfer to college. Okay. So it's another way for students to have exposure to a rigorous curriculum. Mm -hmm. And it's an international lens. So there's a linguistic component as well where students need to be proficient in two languages. Okay, there's the, the difference. Yes, and they can earn up to 24 credits, which will then transfer to, again, their, the college of their choice, depending on if they earn those credits. What is that? A year, 24 credits is a year, your first year of college? Pretty much, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. What does that program cost? That does not cost anything to students either. Okay. Um, some of our schools will have students and families share that exam cost. Mm -hmm. However, if a student or family cannot afford that exam cost, that mm -hmm. will be covered by DPS. So what I'm hearing is DPS is offering a lot of college yes. courses in different ways to meet our students. Yes. Just another equity component. Absolutely. All right. I want to ask you about something I do know a little bit about, uh, but for the folks at home, can you tell us um, what is concurrent enrollment, what is dual enrollment, and who can enroll in them? Absolutely. So concurrent enrollment is actually legislated in Colorado. It's the law. It is the law. Okay. And what that law says, it's actually been around since the 80s, which many of us just didn't know. Didn't know. Yeah. Um, it says that a student in ninth grade is entitled, ninth through twelfth grade, mm -hmm. entitled to take a concurrent enrollment class. 
concurrent enrollment is specifically offered through our community college system in the state. Okay. And so a student can take a class that is given high school credit as well as college credit. Okay. Concurrent enrollment is also guaranteed transfer in the state of Colorado. So what that means is if in ninth grade you take English 121, right. which is a very common concurrent enrollment class. Mm -hmm. It's provided by Community College of Denver. Mm -hmm. And if you pass that English 121 course with a C, a B, or an A, okay. you now have nine college credits that will transfer to a post-secondary option institution in the state of your choice. So, so CU, CSU, wow. yes. Wow. So you, it's an incredible opportunity in DPS currently, we have 13,000 students who participate in concurrent enrollment, mm -hmm. and we want to obviously keep that growing. We work with our community college partners, such as Community College of Denver, Community College of Aurora. You asked about dual enrollment. Mm -hmm. The difference between dual enrollment is dual enrollment is with um, Metro State, so our four-year institutions, okay. CU, MSU, mm -hmm. CSU. Okay. And so dual enrollment is legislated a little bit differently than concurrent enrollment, but it ends in the same goal where students receive both high school and college credit at the same time. Right. We currently work with eight college partners across the state, mm -hmm. and we have 600 different concur concurrent and dual enrollment courses for our students to take. So it's an incredible opportunity. It's also our biggest career and college success program, mm -hmm. it also is of no cost to students and families. That is so cool. It is amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yes. So you're just handing out money. <laughs> well, left not me right. personally, but yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can tell you get, um, you're getting really excited about it because your, your voice and your posture um, <laughs> was just lit up when you were talking about how it's at no cost. And mm -hmm. it got me really excited to think of a younger me who has this opportunity now yes. for all of our students in DPS, right? You talked about having the choice, mm -hmm. right? You don't have to enroll in anything that we're talking about today, right? Correct. But if you decide to, in the long run, I'm just thinking of the savings. I think about mm -hmm. what college costs for me yes. as a, a first-generation college student. And, and I had to take, I think it was called 1010, English 1010 mm -hmm. back then, mm -hmm. I had to take English 1010 and it cost, I don't know, several thousand dollars for the semester. Right. I could have saved that money. I'm sure I would have did something really nice with it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was very um, financially savvy back then, as I'm sure all of our students are. But I think back to the savings, mm -hmm. right? And for the families who think, you know, maybe college isn't for my student. Well, this is a great way for them to at least try their hand and understand that there's also benefit and it's no cost. Exactly, exactly. There's and no cost to any of these. Exactly. Every student who graduates from DPS will get a college credit earned letter, mm -hmm. which shows the families, it's in English and Spanish, and it shows our families what courses the students have taken, mm -hmm. how many credits they can potentially earn for that, both in and out of state. And when we think about our vision in DPS and we think about our vision for career and college success, we mm -hmm. are trying to change the trajectory of our historically underserved students. And these programs are a key to doing that because as you said, it provides a change in the wealth trajectory which can change economic and social opportunities for all of our students. Oh, I believe it. I think of 
we talked about this before the show. I think about myself and my family and everyone who's coming mm -hmm. after me. Right. Um, in the sense that now they're going to college, it's changing the trajectory of my family. Yes. Um, both from a education standpoint, right? Because now there are more educated folks in our family, mm -hmm. but also from a financial standpoint. Yes. Which I I love. I just so excited about this topic today but i want to shift gears a little bit um into the next question that i have which is about ed connect what are the components of ed connect in the program and how can students access ed connect absolutely ed connect is a program that prepares students to be teachers okay and it's specifically to fill that we have a teacher shortage nationally right no secret and yes. so the state is very adamant about continuing to support teacher pipeline okay. so a student can take if they're interested in becoming a teacher they will take concurrent enrollment classes that are linked to education in high school mm -hmm. and then they have an automatic pipeline for a placement in dps as well as potential employment when they finish their degree right. and so it's a wonderful way to get students uh, jump ahead mm -hmm. to become an educator i'm thinking there's a game i think it's called life yeah <laughs> yes where, <laughs> it, where it goes around and i'm thinking of our students starting at the beginning mm -hmm. and of all the choices that are given but if this is like monopoly i haven't played life in a long time but <laughs> you're given extra tokens extra like hey go down this route mm -hmm. this will set you up for what you want I'm, I'm just thinking about the pipeline like you said yes because i think it's also important to explain perspective mm -hmm. right when i was growing up they said dream big dream big as, as big as you can but for me the biggest dream that i could think of at the time was to be a construction foreman mm -hmm. because i thought that was the highest someone mm -hmm. that looked like me could go yep and now I'm, I'm starting to, to realize that we're opening these doors for folks. I mean, it's not, it's not crazy to say president mm -hmm. or astronaut. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and so just the way that these programs are changing the trajectory, but for specifically for the teacher pipeline, mm -hmm. you go into teaching and you stay in the educational world, right? Like yourself, I'm thinking of your, your path you continue moving i think a lot of our students think well i don't want to be a teacher for mm -hmm. 30 years mm -hmm. but it's not about that what it's about is it's a path yes like the game yes absolutely Life. yeah absolutely and so it just provides again choices and options mm -hmm. and we want to remove barriers we have right now we have actual apprentices in our ed connect program and all of them are students of color all of them are first generation students and so that's again an opportunity that may or may not have been there before that we want to make sure all kids can participate in. It's interesting you mentioned about the apprentices because I know that was not something we were going to talk about. That's your office helps with that. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. We do because we have an apprentice here in the communications team. Yes. Um, <laughs> shout out to Aiden. I hope you're watching or listening. Um, and he is doing graphic design. Yes. Um, and he's learning from the best graphic designer out there, which is April Spites, who is our graphic designer. Yes. Um, and I'm just thinking how beneficial his experience is to be in a work setting, get that experience. So when he goes out mm -hmm. into the world, says, oh, actually, I already have experience. Yes. I already know what, what you're going to ask of me. And I can perform. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Shifting gears here a little bit, the, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is P-TECH. Mm 
Mm -hmm. What is P-TECH and how can our students access this at um, Lincoln specifically? Specifically, yes. P-TECH is, again, a state-sponsored program that okay. links technical and STEM, which means science, technology, education, math, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, engineering, math, mm -hmm. to classes. And so Lincoln High School specifically is our P-TECH high school in Denver Public Schools. Okay. Students will be in that P-TECH program for six years because they are earning a high school diploma mm -hmm. as well as an associate's degree in one of those science, tech, engineering, or math fields. So it's a wonderful opportunity for, again, that jump start. It's no cost to students and families. <laughs> again, again, no cost. Lincoln has set up and works with Community College of Denver to ensure that the students have the right courses. They also have an industry partner who can sponsor and provide an apprenticeship in those areas for those students. Mm -hmm. And then after that sixth year, the students will have a high school diploma as well as an associate's degree. So it's an amazing jumpstart on a career, and it's a way to really have a continued pipeline to those science, technology, engineering, and mathematics careers. You mentioned uh, industry partner, mm -hmm. and I think that's something that I want to highlight for the folks that are listening, because that's a difference from when I was in school yes. to now, where we're having, not only we're having all these programs, programs free mm -hmm. of charge, but we're also having industry partners that are helping our students understand the career paths. And for me as a student, when I was younger, that was the hardest thing for me. I'm, I would see a degree that you can sign up for in college and I thought, well, what kind of jobs can I get with this? Mm -hmm. But now we're starting earlier in high school. It sounds like even as yeah. early as ninth grade. Yes. So very important to highlight our industry partners and thank you. Thank you for helping us here at DPS. My next question for you, more acronyms. <laughs> what is ASCENT and what is T-REP? Absolutely. So these are also state-run programs that we sponsor at in DPS. Mm -hmm. ASCENT is a fifth year of high school okay. where you actually attend a college. So you... So it seems normal. <laughs> right. So ASCENT is... It's essentially your first year of college free. You have to have nine college credits mm -hmm. in those first four years that okay. you can earn through concurrent enrollment, through advanced placement, through international baccalaureate. Okay. And our students apply to the Ascent program. Okay. They then receive support through their first year. So again, most of our Ascent students are first generation. Maybe they are our bilingual students. Maybe they are students who are the have never experienced or seen themselves in college. Mm -hmm. and we have coordinators who will help those students with their registration, with their study habits, with how to navigate the life of college. We have over 200 DPS students in Ascent this year, many of whom are at right MSU. Now right now um, we also have with other various college partners mm -hmm. and so it's a wonderful way to one get a free year of college okay but then also get extra support through that first year we want to make sure that our students go from year one in college to year two yes. and are set up really well for success so they can continue to get that degree so ascent is specifically designed to do that trep is very similar but it's another state-sponsored program for education and so TREP is, again, another teacher pipeline that mm -hmm. actually gives students two free years 
of college. They have to take certain education classes, mm -hmm. but then they can go. So, for example, if they wanted to go to MSU or CSU or CCD, they could then get two years of college free as long as they are continuing to participate in an education degree. And then they can specialize from there. Correct. So special mm -hmm. ed, history, mm -hmm. math. Yes. As long as you're taking your free courses. Yes, yes. I'm just continuing to take this in. I actually want to start taking myself some notes here <laughs> yeah, yes. for all the amazing things that your office is doing. Um, one of our last things or topics that I want to cover is CLEP. What mm -hmm. is CLEP? Mm -hmm. CLEP is an exam. And CLEP is actually sponsored by the College Board, okay. which is the same national organization that supports advanced placement. Okay. What CLEP provides our students with is a chance to test their knowledge in a subject mm -hmm. to see if they can get college credit. Okay. So we offer CLEP in a variety of subjects. For example, our native Spanish speakers in Denver Public Schools often take the CLEP Spanish exam, mm -hmm. and 92% of them pass that exam, and they can earn up to 13 college credits. So they could potentially wow. almost have an associate's degree in Spanish before they graduate from high school. Wow. So it is, CLEP is an amazing, again, national test that can test your knowledge to see, okay, wait a minute, I've taken a lot of history classes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna see how what my score is and potentially that this will give me college credit. Okay. We have 27 CLEP testing centers across DPS. So many of our schools have that testing center right in their school, mm -hmm. or if not, they can go to a neighboring school. Okay. CLEP is also free of, ch of charge to students. And then they receive, as with all of our programs, they will receive that information on their high school transcript mm -hmm. that they can then use to apply to college with potential credit. More free things. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I have a few follow-up questions that came up to in my mind as we were talking about this. The first one is uh, around our DACA students. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, higher education can be a barrier for some of our DACA students, specifically in the financial um, area. How, do, how does DACA affect the students who want to participate in any of the programs that we talked about today? It's, we are so fortunate in both Colorado and DPS that our institutions of higher education are very supportive and aware of the needs of DACA and undocumented students mm -hmm. and have ways for students to participate in those programs regardless of their immigration status. So in a, in a public school, we actually federally cannot know a student's immigration status okay. unless they voluntarily share with us. So it would never impede a student from participating in concurrent enrollment or advanced placement or any of the other programs that we mm -hmm. discussed. Mm -hmm. And we help many students when they apply or want to apply to college, especially Community College of Denver and CSU and CU and as well as MSU have very tailored programs, very conscientious and culturally relevant programs to help our DACA families and our undocumented students have a, a successful experience and to remove that barrier. So it should never be a cause for non-participation. I want to do like uh, the, the little string poppers and balloons <laughs> to help celebrate what you just said. The next question that I have for you, follow-up question, is around a little rumor that I heard um, that your programs w compete with one another. 
that if you're in this one, you can't be in this one, or vice versa. What is that about? You know, I think that's an, an old dialogue that probably we need to undo. Okay, let's start right because, now. <laughs> because the most important thing is that our students have opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so in a school, wherever, wherever all of our schools have elements of these programs, mm -hmm. And all of our schools have the potential to have these programs. And so it really is about the student choice. It's about what a student wants to do after high school. It's about what is best for their family. But one program is not better than the other. They all end in choice and college credit that is going to change that trajectory we talked about. Yes. The students might, for example, if they want to go to a school on the East Coast, mm, they, they might potentially, and they really love biology, it probably, if they had a choice between concurrent enrollment biology and advanced placement biology, those are both excellent courses. However, the advanced placement goes nationally, right. where concurrent enrollment is more for in-state. More local. Now, it, it, it's a win either way, right. but that is the only nuance that a family can use when they're, when they're making that decision. Our school counselors can help with that. Our department can help with that, our team. But the most important thing is that we are providing opportunities for our students. And no matter who they are, where they start, they deserve these opportunities because this is going to provide them with the choices they need and deserve after high school. So no one program is better than the other. It's just a matter of the student's choice. Where you want to go in Yes, that. yes. I want to thank you for joining us today. Is there a final message that you want to give to our students, to our families, maybe how they can find more information on the yes. programs that we talked about today. Absolutely. I, I'm so grateful to you for having us. And the, the biggest message that I want to give is that to please keep asking questions. And so ask your counselors, ask your leadership, ask us. You can always contact our office okay. at any time. Um, and we have fully bilingual staff. We have people who will help advocate because if an opportunity is not there, we want to help get that opportunity there. And I also want our students to know that they can do these courses, that they have everything they need in front of them to succeed, and Absolutely. that we truly believe that it is their right, and it is legislated as their right to, their have, yes, to, have these, to have these opportunities. So please keep asking the questions so that we can get our kids what they need and deserve. Sounds like we just need to stay curious. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank everyone who was listening and everyone who um, is watching as well. This concludes our DPS Educa podcast for today. Um, I want to ask, please help us share the content that we talked about here today with families, with friends, and other community members because they might need it. Um, for more Educa content and other stories, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Denver Public Schools Plus. And you can also find the audio version of this on our most popular podcast platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Buzzsprout. I want to give credits for the help that comes along with these productions and all of our DPS multimedia productions, starting off with Bill Good, our Chief Communications Officer. Will Jones, our Executive Director of Communications for Denver Public Schools. Scott Privil, our Director of External Communications. 
Selena Nakamura, our director of internal communications, Don Pierce, the executive producer and videographer, Beto Gaitan, our multimedia lead producer and host of the Spanish Educa, Hannah Young, in charge of all of our social media, Georgia Alexander, Bond and Mill Levy communication specialist, April Spites mentioned earlier in the show, our great graphic designer, Katie Hamilton, our strategic comms specialist, and a shout out to our DPS educators, students, and parents. A big thank you to our superintendent, Dr. Alex Marrero, a proud superintendent of Denver Public Schools for supporting Educa and all of the platforms. Yours truly, Javier Ibarra, Senior Manager of Media and Public Relations, as well as the Educa host in English. Please remember to tell your children more often, and let's say this together, right? Yes. I, I believe, believe in you, and I know, know you can, can do it. it. Until next time. <laughs>